0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabama. Discover how the Holy Spirit empowers us to operate on signs and wonders. In this message by Pastor Carlos Santos. No matter where you are in your life, there is something going on behind the scenes. And sometimes, the making of a movie, whatever's going on behind the scenes is just as epic and exciting an adventure as what you see on the screen. If you look at the objective, that's what it says. At the end of the series, our people will learn to depend on the hidden, invisible, but particularly for this week, not so invisible power of the Holy Spirit as they proclaim the gospel. We talked about the healer, the Holy Spirit as the healer last week. I think Pastor Ryan made it very clearly that he's a person. And sometimes he's the overlooked person in the Trinity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit as the miracle worker. I'm already a little bit, uh, not nervous, excited and thrilled about what the Lord is going to show you tonight. If you know a little bit about me as kids pastor, I like to interact with the audience, with who I'm talking to. So if you're going to start feel like it's kids church or playing a game and I'm interacting, please go ahead and interact with me, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to ask you a question just to get to know you a little bit. If you have a partner with you or you have a friend with you, ask this question to them: What is the greatest thing you've wanted to accomplish in your life?" I ask the question, because sometimes this question makes us think about it my life. You look at it, and "What's going on with my life? dream "I'm so far from that." And I want to show you tonight that if you take a peek at what's going on with your life, that God does not see your life that way stuck where it is, far away from your dreams, that he is doing something to accomplish amazing things in your life. In my life, I never thought I would accomplish anything as well. I was a boy who uh, was bullied all the time. Well, my first schooling was in Hong Kong. That's why the slang. The slang was because of 10 years of friends. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know very much Tagalog when I But in my grade school, I didn't know any Tagalog. And my friends would talk and talk and talk. And that made me feel very out of place. That made me feel like an outcast in, in many groups. Outside Rapan, it's not their fault. But the, my whole life, I grew up very alone. Even when I was with many people, I felt like nobody was with me. I was in groups, but I never belonged to a group. So that meant every day was a fight. I was fighting for recognition. I was fighting for affirmation. And every experience that I had it would be frightful. It could have been a grand adventure. It didn't turn out that way for me, until I met someone, and he was a really good friend. He stayed with me through the thick and thin. And minsan, sa kanya din ako, nagaawaiding kami. But sa kyon ka it, ano sa No matter what would happen to me, even in the face of danger, he would never leave my side. And little by little, my life changed. Even with the hurts and the pains, he was there to wipe away my tears and heal the wounds. This was, of course, Jesus Christ. And that lonely little boy, that very self-centered, people-pleasing, insecure little kid, eventually got a family of his own. How could this happen by any other means than by a miracle? I look at this boy, and all I see is miracle, miracle, miracle. But that is not what God is going to show you today. He's not going to open, yes, He's going to open your eyes to the everyday miracles that maybe a lot of us take for granted, but He's actually going to show His power. He's going to show his power and his presence to all of us. Because going back to RPG again, it was not an easy five-year production. That's how long it takes to make an hour and a half film, at least here in the Philippines. Five years. It took us five years. And somewhere along the way of making this film, uh, ABS-CBN got involved, first as a distributor, but then as a producer. When they came in, they looked at the story and they wanted to change it. Now for me... Uh, no matter how challenging that year was. I want to say, I want to come out and saying our collaboration with ABS-CBN made the film better. But it was not easy because they knew their crowd. This was a risk. This is your very first. Being the first is always a risk. And they said to us, we know our audience. And our audience wants drama, drama, drama. You can't have just adventure. This little 10-year-old boy discovering courage and adventure in real life there has to be drama there. We want him to be a 16-year-old. A 16-year-old who hates his mom because their parents, his parents are not separated, but his dad was working abroad. And it's his dad that he has a great relationship with. They're both into video games. But he's kind of stuck with a mom who doesn't understand this at all. So they wanted him to be a 16-year-old screamer. They wanted him to be like that because they wanted drama. And of course, it's because they know their audience. This was a risk on their part. So we had to go back to the drawing board, not really do everything they wanted us to do, pero ayusin ba? We won't change the character, we won't change the elements, but we need to go back to the storyline. That meant hours and hours of sleepless, let me tell you, literally overnight, nights, 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 working at this story. But so many times during that five years, we thought it would never happen. One sleepless night, the director was having a time with me and he was confessing to me and he was saying, "Carlo, you know, Throughout this whole production time, I really feel like, I feel like it's a battle for my soul. Let that sink in. What we're going through in life sometimes really is a battle for our souls. And I pray as we read the word, as I invite you to read the word, as we stand up and open to the book of Acts, the book of Acts being... The acts of the Holy Spirit, not the, not the apostles or the disciples, but the acts of the Holy Spirit. I'll try to paint a picture of you as best as I can of what was going on. I'll take from two chapters. I know you're used to one chapter, but I really want to paint the picture of when the first time the disciples were overwhelmed by the Spirit and saw miracles start to happen so that we could appreciate the continuing adventure of what the Holy Spirit was doing. So let's go to Acts chapter 2. We'll read 1 to 8, and I'll skip a few just to, just to paint the picture. This was the scene after the disciples had just seen Jesus Christ risen from the dead. So imagine the excitement. Yes, Jesus is everything He said He was. It's And Finally, our hopes and our dreams are affirmed. But then suddenly, He goes, he goes into heaven. Imagine what the disciples are feeling like, What's going now? But Jesus says, wait, I will not leave you alone. I will send you a wise counselor. I will send you power. You're going to receive power to act as my witnesses. So here they are in this room waiting for the presence of this powerful being. And this is where we start. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. Starting from verse 1. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled. Everybody say filled. Filled Filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at the sound, the multitude came together, and they were bewildered. Why? Because each one was hearing them speak, the disciples speak, in his own language. Where they came from, where these Jews came from. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in his own native tongue?" And of course, you know the story of this. They were just all amazed. And Peter goes up in all boldness and power and declares everything that Jesus did for them. And he was declaring that what you just saw happen is here for you through Jesus Christ. But you need to be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and of Jesus, the man who was killed. And what happened after that? If you skip a little bit of the verses, a little bit of the end to 41, those who accepted his message were baptized. And about 3,000 were added to their number that day. A little verses before that, he promises, This, whatever that's going on with the, what you saw, the promise is for you, your children, for all who are far off, and for all whom the Lord our God will call. So, thousands, literally, the, the, the church was born on that day, at that moment, with thousands of members. Now, if you go to chapter 5, just a little bit further, you'll see what kind of life these early Christians were having. Let's go to verse 12, Acts chapter 5, verse 12. Now many signs and wonders, let's say that together. Now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles. Could you imagine that? Walking down the street. Oh, healing! Oh, demonio! Can you imagine that? And they were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest there joined the apostles. There were other disciples, but they didn't want to join the apostles make, doing all these miracles. But the people held them in high esteem. And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, that as Peter came by, at least, at least his shadow man lang tumama sa If his shadow might fall on some of them. The people also gathered from towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits. And what happened? They were all just like that. No psychology, no counseling, no, no ritual. The shadow of Peter just fell on them and they were healed. Let's pray. Lord, you cannot be put in a box. We cannot underestimate who you are and what you want to do every single day of all creation. Father, all I pray humbly, even a little desperately, as I depend on you, completely on you, Holy Spirit, is that you open the spiritual eyes and ears of my friends and myself to just receive possibly my weak words, but may they know in their heart of hearts, this is from the Lord. And may your word, as your Bible says, not return to you without accomplishing the purpose for which you gave it to them. You gave it to us. And in the end, just be glorified, Father. Be glorified. And may every heart turn back to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. There are some things the Holy Spirit behind the scenes is doing and he wants to reveal through miracles. And we're going to learn three things that miracles reveal to us tonight. Miracles reveal, obviously, the power of God. Let's look at that again in Acts chapter 2. More than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. We'll start at the end and work our way back. So that they even carried out the sick into the streets, laid them on cots, just for the shadow of Peter. Peter, market, and then siya. Hey, mga tao? no, 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 no. they put them just for that the shadow to hit, just for the shadow of Peter to hit them, to lay on their head, for that they'd be healed. The people also gathered from towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Look at the power of our God. Without even saying a word. The shadow falling and instant healing. Whatever struggles you might have been. If you had heard somebody was doing that with that kind of shadow, what would you do? How far would you go? Would you go to the other province? Would you go to the other country just to meet this man, to heal yourself of whatever you're going through? That's how desperate, when you hear someone with this power. Because miracles, my friends, miracles is not about the change of heart. I know that's also miraculous. I know when somebody learns, learns about Jesus or, or ter- gives their own life to Jesus, that's also miraculous. But when you're talking about the power of God, this is how miracle is defined. An effect, let's read it together, or extraordinary event in the physical world, physical world, that surpasses all known human or natural powers and is ascribed to a supernatural cause. I'm talking things we have never seen. The Bible is talking about going against nature, the laws of physics, tongues of fire, different languages all at the same time. If I, I was trying to look for a picture of what Pentecost might look like, and all the pictures I saw, it's funny, no? You know, lot mga pictures medyo holy, not, not, not holy in the sense that like God is holy, but sacred and parang calm. Oh, fire! Talking, speaking—no, I do not picture it. But you know, I, this was what I came. I, I, if I was picturing Pentecost, I, I would picture people going, "Whoa, what's that? What's going on? Is there an earthquake? Is there, what, what's what's all this fire?" It, it picture a little bit like this, like whoa, festive. Imagine not just cloth and paper, but festivity. Imagine those streaks of fire all around. Wow, how would you feel? That's the power I'm talking. And really, no picture can capture that. I realized, give up. You're not going to find a picture that can capture the power of God. Isaiah had a vision of God. Isaiah the prophet. And when he said, when he looked at God, Oh no, my eyes, my eyes, I've seen God. That's the power I'm talking about. You don't invite this power into your life to give you a promotion. Or to give you the one in your life. I know these are important things in our lives. But I just want to magnify the power that we're talking about. I went to a singles getaway, and I wish I could say that that was the view that greeted us when we got there. The sun rising, beautiful day. Hindi po, when we got there, it was raining. We got there Friday, and the weather forecast was that it would be raining until Sunday. So, yung iba sa atin, ay, buti na lang pumunta <laughs> That was what happened to us. So imagine us doing team building, having games, and just trying to not get wet. So we were all wondering during the Friday, well, what's going to happen? For, is this going to be what it's like for the rest of the singles getaway? But you know, God is. God may be powerful, but he's also very intimate, very personal. We ended that first day with worshiping God, just praising God, lifting our hands. and It was just amazing, amazing worship. Parang yung kanina, there's a kind of worship where you feel God is right there, and you're just overwhelmed, and it doesn't, you can feel like you're singing. You can sing forever, raise your hand forever, and He speaks to us. He can tell a person about their childhood memories. You might see this in the Bible. When, a person you, when God uses a person to talk to another person about what they're going through, it's called prophesying. And God would use this, and that's what kind of happened that night. We would be praising and worshiping, and then suddenly God would impress upon us to pray for a certain person that is going through something. It's not about bringing out whatever is going on, whatever, whatever you feel. Everybody has something to keep, and we don't want written out. But it's amazing that when God shares something that's hidden, it comes out with so much love. Mama, what's your name? Chris. Nice to meet you, Chris. You come here often? 7 p.m. lage Okay, Pastor... Karating ting malang from where? San, san? So, Okay, I don't want to know any more details. Um, uh, it's just that I, I felt God's love coming out to you. And would it be alright to pray for you? Would it be okay that all of us would just sort of uh, silently pray for our friend, for those of you who are intercessors here? Once again, Sarah? Zarina, Zarina and Chris. Zarina and Chris. Um... It's just that I felt the Lord wanted to reach out to you and knowing, knowing the, the end of travels. It's nice that I saw that kid because the Lord wants to tell you, Zarina, it's not easy being of in-between, waiting from one moment to the next moment, a moment of joy, and then having to wait again for the next moment of joy. But the Lord just wants to let you know that he treats you like royalty. It's not about the waiting. It's about who you're with all the time. And the Lord wants to let you know that as long as you are with me, you will never run out. Sometimes you don't know where to get it. You don't know where to get the hope. You don't know where to get the strength. You don't know where to get the patience. And the Father is telling you In me, there is unlimited joy. In me, there is unlimited power. In fact, many of the things of this world that you're seeing that your other friends have, why is she living that life? And me, it doesn't seem... Well, in you, the Lord says, you have me. And I will make up in you, I just see a water overflowing. Many times you see the emptiness, but not the water. But I'm going to cause that water to flow and it's going to run deep in you and it's going to bring you much peace. And much stillness, the Lord says. And for your spouse, for your husband, the Lord knows your weariness. I just felt the Lord just give a sigh, really. <laughs> sigh, really. Because you feel like this, whatever your situation is. I wish you hadn't told me, but I, whatever situation that is. It just seems going back, and the, kararating mo lang and, you're, and it's time to go again. Is this the way it's going to be? And the Lord hears that question. The Lord hears that, hindi ko na yata kayang ganong katagal to. And I want to step out in faith by just sharing with you, Chris. My grace is sufficient. Wherever you are, wherever you go, I will go with you. I will cause, I will cause people to gather around you. And whenever you run out, someone is going to come up to you and give you something that you need, something that you're praying for, something that to quench that thirst, something to just keep you going a little bit further, a little bit further. But beyond that, you know what the Lord is I feel the Lord really wanting, eager for? He's eager for you that when you dock, you dock with him. Do you have children? One child. A boy. And sometimes <laughs> he he's a firecracker, He He's like doing all these things, and you know he kind of kind of want to make up for lost time and all. Uh, the Lord says, you you want to be the one to do that for him. Everything that every need that he has, the Lord wants to reassure you. While you're in this tough situation, I'll be the one doing that. Okay, I'll be giving him what he needs. Nothing will replace you, but he'll have what he needs. And when you see, when you come by, maybe once or often, to see the growth that he has in me, the Lord says, you yourself will wonder, I think it's time I follow his footsteps. <laughs> what does he have? What's his name? Yuan. Yuan. What does Yuan have? And believe me, the Lord is saying, I'm going to pour into him all the things you feel like you don't have. What you pray for and what you feel like you're not giving him, I'll give him ten times more. I will be faithful, the Lord says. I am not a promise breaker. I'm a promise giver and fulfiller. But would you seek me? Would you dock with me when you dock here too? Thank you, Lord, for that word. Thank you that they're encouraging. I don't know the tough decisions that that family had to make. But I know that you are faithful to provide for them everything that they need, as well as for all these friends here who also have broken promises, who also have been put into a position where they made tough decisions. And people have told them, this might be some of you, people have told you that that's not the decision to make. You are crazy. Do not do that. This is That's just wrong. And you feel left You feel left to feel the consequences of that decision. Lord, would you show them in their situation right now, tell them that this situation can drive you to me. When you invite me into this situation, I will turn it around, not just 90 degrees, but 180 degrees so that you'll be far away from this situation. I will carry you through, much like I carried David through. He was a rebel, he was a runaway, but I brought him back, crossed him over the River Jordan to crown him king. Such show will be with you, the Lord says, in Jesus' name. Did some of that, did you receive some of this? Some of you, I felt the Lord wanting to tell you that. Did that minister to you? Can I see your show of hands if you feel like God was speaking to you about broken dreams and a tough situation? Some of you, okay. That's because of this. The Bible says, No eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Now, we use this verse to say, hold on! Whatever your tough situation is, maynong pang mas maganda, hindi mo lang alam. But do you know that that's not the context of this verse? Because if you look at the next verse, it says, no ear has imagined, no mind has imagined, no ear can hear, no eye has seen. But these things, God has revealed to us. He reveals these things to us through the Spirit. Now, it's okay if you're going to be quiet for the whole time I'm speaking. Because this could be your time for God. And He could be speaking to you. And I have no pressure to force these words on you unless the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Because the Holy Spirit shares everything that is of God to us. And that's what happened that night on the singles getaway. Balik lang doon. And we were going to end our worship night everybody crying and feeling wow God is really involved in what's going on with me alam niya nangyayari sa akin alam niya yung childhood ko he was there some of them had had abused childhoods and really really misspent memories hurtful memories and God showed them i was there i got you through and we were going to end that night praising God and suddenly God just in my my heart said pray for the rain pray for the rain. Lord, pag ako nagpray sa rain, if I prayed for the rain and it didn't go away, ako nun. <laughs> But I asked, I went, okay, Lord, really, huh? so let's, let's do that. Okay, Baka sundot lang, Lord, kung gusto mo lang, sige. But I felt the Spirit welling up in me and say, proclaim with all your friends that I will place my hand on the rain and move it away. We'll feel what that's like in a little bit. And as we ended that night, the picture you saw was the picture that greeted us the next morning. Beautiful sun rays shining on glistening sea, trees just waving quietly. The only noise from the lap of the ocean, no sound from rain, wonderful, powerful, the power of God. Yes, you want to clap, go ahead and do that. This is the God we invite into our lives. This is the God that gets involved with us. He bends the laws of physics. He has nature in the palm of His hands. But you know, as people, we make it about things. Tama? Right? We make it about the shadow of Peter. For Paul, you know, for Paul, the Apostle Paul, when he went on missions, it became about his handkerchief. People were looking for his handkerchief. This is where the miracle is because we keep looking at the thing, what, what's done. It's not easy for us to look beyond that. Not just the power. There's something beyond the power of God that He wants to reveal through miracles. Because miracles, God wants to reveal the person of God, Himself. Miracles reveal the personhood of God, who He really is. The Bible calls these miracles signs and wonders, right? Signs. They're just signs. You don't go on your way, drive, and stop at the sign. Ano lang po ba? Direction lang po It's time for you to go. Be careful of the slippery road. No left turn, no right turn. There's just signs. They just point to something. And they point to the personhood, the identity of God. And this is what I will submit to you. The personhood, the identity of Jesus Christ. Right, Johan? <laughs> the book of John is one of my favorite books lately. Recently, God has been telling me about the books of John. Because here, there's a pattern to his miracles. It's different from the other books in that John is, is supposedly one of the closest people to Jesus Christ. I want to show you what God has been telling me about the book of John, The Many Miracles. Here, the Word became flesh. Chapter 1, Palam. It says, right? The Word, everything was made with the Word. In the beginning, the Word was with God, the Word was of God. And everything, the Word made everything nothing that was made wasn't made from the word this word breathed creation and what does the book of john say in verse 14 this word became flesh it lived among us wow what a miracle what else what happened soon after jesus was baptized and you see the holy spirit as a dove descend on jesus declaring to everybody this is my son next jesus turned water into wine things. Man, wouldn't you love to be at that party, huh? Water into wine. Right after, soon after that, he met Nicodemus, but the next miracle was he prophesied over the Samaritan woman, telling everything that the woman did. Then he healed the official son. He healed somebody at the pool. Sanay na tayo kay Jesus na ganun siya. It's like every day, just like the apostles, every day there was a miracle. But I want to tell you something about this. Every time there was a miracle that Jesus did, people did not believe he was the Son of God. The Word became flesh. He came to earth, but nobody received him. He came into his own, the Bible says, but nobody acknowledged. The Word became flesh. He was baptized with the Holy Spirit. But the disciples were suddenly complaining to John, John, why are all disciples going to that man? That's where John says, he has to increase when I decrease. Jesus and the Samaritan woman, before that, he was teaching the Pharisee, the priest, Nicodemus, about being born again, not quite convincing him. The healing, it's, again, miracle after miracle after miracle. And none of these things is what made people accept Jesus as the Son of God. Jesus feeds the 5,000. What happens afterwards? He says, I'm the bread of life. And almost all of his disciples leave him because they couldn't take that teaching. In fact, he was, it was so dramatic, he asked, Peter, Peter, are That's how it felt to him. Jesus walked on water. Jesus heals the man born blind. Instead of people going, wow, this man, he was born blind. They look at, how dare this man be healed? You are a sinner. It was a Sabbath. How dare this man do any healing? Union tining nila of Jesus. The deliberation, the, the debate over the identity of Jesus, kung talaga ba siya, siya son of God, you know, sometimes even today. People say, Jesus, son of God. No, he was a good man. Tapos tayo mga Kristiyano, medyo tanggap na natin. Tayo mga believers, we kind of want to engage, and I don't mind that. That's that's fine if you want to be take the soft pedal, but sometimes we even agree. Well, Jesus, he was a good man. Yeah, he was a good man. But you know that's something wrong with what they're saying. If they don't, if we don't accept that Jesus was the Son of God, he was not a good man, he was a crazy man. Why? Because he didn't come down to earth to do to do good things. The reason he did miracles was to show that he was the son of God. And if we don't accept that, then he was a lunatic. Because that's what he kept saying. Miracle after miracle after miracle. And it's because I'm the son of God. And no one could accept that teaching. In fact, this debate reached reached higher and higher. This deliberation. And it reached a climax when he dared to do the impossible and raise the dead. His friend, we all know the story, that he raised Lazarus from the dead. Nobody had done that before. Nobody had reached across the veil, across death, and pulled someone back. And this, this broke the debate over Jesus Christ. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did in John 11, believed in him. But some ran to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. They went the other way. This broke the debate. They said, what are we going to do? This man performs these signs. They're no longer questioning the capability of Jesus Christ or even the identity of Jesus Christ. But they are saying, hindi natin tanggap to. So from that day forward, a few verses after, that's when they made plans to put him to death. That was the end of the debate. Hindi na pwede to. He must die. Has he died for us too? Have we sold out in our hearts who Jesus Christ is? more than what He can do for us, more than the power and the miracles. Are we sold out on who Jesus Christ is? What did He say to Martha, the sister of of, of Lazarus? Martha, did I not tell you I am the resurrection and the life? Whoever believes in me will not die, but have eternal life. A lot of us are like that. Once we've got the miracle we were praying for, we got the promotion, we got the the spouse, everything is good, the house, the car, that's where we stop. My friends, I want to invite you to go beyond that. It's like going all the way to the States or in Hong Kong and going to Disneyland. But we stop at the sign. We get the plane ticket, we we endure the ride, and then we get there. Wow, Disneyland! Let the memories begin! But you never even go inside. Is that where the happiness is? Is that where the joy is? No, it's inside. You need to go beyond that. That's why we have to go past the scene, behind the scene, go behind the miracle to the person that the miracle is revealing. It would be okay if God just wanted to be a do-gooder for everyone. We know people, we watch movies who are like that. Ang galing ni Superman, ang galing ni Spider-Man, Captain America, Thor, all these movies, amazing. But we don't have relationships with these people. But our God wants to show not just His power, not just His personhood, He wants to show His love because His miracles don't just reveal the power and person of God, They reveal the people of God. Miracles happen through the lives of people who God will say, this is mine. My signs and wonders will follow Him. The laws of physics, of medicine will bend for Him because, or her, I love this person. Miracles reveal the people of God. Going back to Acts chapter 5. But can we say this again? One, two, three. Now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles. They were all together in Solomon's portico. Some people, none of the rest, dared join them, but the people held them in high esteem. And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. You know why, during the 13, none of the rest dared join them? Because they were being hounded and hunted by the Pharisees. In fact, some of the apostles were put in jail. They were whipped and beaten. And so they were told, didn't we tell you not to proclaim the name of Jesus? Not to perform these signs and wonders? Didn't we tell you that? They knew that. So people were afraid to do these miracles, to do these things. It wasn't even a matter of faith. It was just fear. But still, that could not stop more and more believers, multitudes of both men and women, because God wants his people. Are we His people tonight? In our hearts, are we sold out with the power and person of God? In my life, there had been this one, one instant, yung hindi ko na madidenay. Wow, God, what did you do? I had a friend who, is, her dad was going through a triple bypass. Alam niyo po yung triple bypass, right? May mga barado dito sa puso. Not just one, two, but three. Triple bypass. But they couldn't operate on him because his blood pressure was going up. You know what happens when you operate on a person with high blood pressure? When you open them, psh, the water's gonna, the blood's gonna come rushing out. So they couldn't operate. They had to wait. So days and days in the hospital, na ubus and pera, na ubus, and lagas, na ubus, and hope. So I went there and I saw them and said, Oh, what am I gonna do? I don't know. What can I say? You know what I said? New pastor on fire? I said, Lord. <laughs> That's all I could say. Lord, I see this situation. What are you going to do in this situation? What, what kind of faith of mine can change this? I didn't realize that it's not about the prayer. It's about the person I'm praying to. And I said, Lord, I just, but I know we can trust you. You have the power and you love them. All I can say is in Jesus' name and believe that. And then I left. At the end of that year, it was a, just a few years ago, my friend comes to me and she comes to me in tears, and I go to her. Oh no, I, I did nothing. I went there and did nothing for them. And my friend goes, Pastor Carlo, daddy go. Ah! <laughs> what? what happened? What happened to your daddy? In daddy, I did not recognize the person beside her was her dad because he looked so young. Hindi po plastic surgery He was vibrant and healthy and strong. He Says what? What happened? Who is, you're the dad. You're not the person I saw in the hospital before. And not, But this is what she said Pastor Carlo, they didn't even have to operate. Go ahead and give, him, give the Lord a hand. <laughs> and ako, I was like, What happened? I can't deny that. Wow. As, as, as I end, I pray that that's the God we get to know. That the power that bends the laws of physics and even nature. Shows up in his mighty, mighty love. I was talking about movies and the making. You know what? Our lives, our lives are movies. And sometimes the behind the scenes making shows up through miracles. But will our lives point to the power and the person of God? I hope we look at our lives and really examine am I missing out on something? I don't feel like my life shows the power and person of God. But if you do this, miracles will show up. Because Jesus wants to show himself in your life. And if he needs miracles to wake us up a little bit and say, what happened there? Where'd that money come from? Where'd that healing come from? Why do I have peace and everything else is going wrong? These miracles happen because they reveal Jesus through lives that are surrendered to Him. Why don't we have take this opportunity, surrender our lives with Him. May I invite you to stand up? I know, I know it was a tough, serious message. Pasensya kayo kasi po ako. like Pastor Ryan, but I believe the Lord wants to reveal Himself. And as you close your eyes, this is our prayer to you, Lord. We'll sing it to you, Lord. And may we know, Lord, you are faithful to respond to a life, to a heart humbled before you. In Jesus' name. Do you want to share this power and presence and person of God? Please respond. Do you want to go wherever God sends you? Because the power goes with us. The presence goes with us. The person of God goes with us. And if that is you, I want to make several proclamations for several groups of people that I believe God wants to have a meeting with right now. Mark this day, the Lord says, for today you will have your healing. For some of you, the Lord says, some of you with back pains and back problems, spinal problems, be healed in Jesus' name right now. Be healed. For some of us, I'm not even going to ask you to raise your hands, just receive this. For some of us who are battling something in the cells, it's a form of leukemia. It's a blood disease. It's some sort of cancer. We call on that can those cancer cells to stop growing, to, be- to diminish, and to be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Be gone right now in Jesus' name. Don't even spread all the roots that you've had in other parts of the body. S- uproot right now and be gone in Jesus' name. Receive your healing for whatever healing you have, for whatever relative you have that needs healing. Receive that today. Receive it for them today. In Jesus' name. And for some of us, it's an emotional healing that we need. Our hearts are weary, our hearts are burdened, and our hearts are tired. We've been waiting through our lives, not seeing whatever is behind, whatever is underneath, what else is going on. And the Lord says, I will speak to you in the coming days. I will pour forth my spirit on you and lead you to where my word is for you, for your situation. Will it be about your family? For it be for the betrayal of someone who was close to you and left you with, with a damaged heart, a damaged life, broken dreams? I will be there for you, the Lord says. I will draw you to me and I will speak to you when you seek me. You will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Some of us want more of God's involvement. Just want to see the miracles. Just want to see the power. I want to move in that. Now I'll ask for a raise of hands. If you want more of that, would you boldly just raise your hand right now I want to be able to walk. When I lay my hands on someone, I want to be able to heal. I want to be able to share the gospel in a prophetic way. They won't know why I'm able to see their hearts or their lives, but they'll do that. Be careful if you want this because God will be with you. Father, you see these hands boldly, just raising up. The Lord is saying, receive the Holy Spirit right now. Lord, I ask you to baptize us right now in your presence and in your power. Fill us to overflowing with your Spirit. Allow your young men to dream, your old men to dream and your young men and women to prophesy and have vision. Right now. Right now. Receive that gift. Receive that gift. I will open your eyes, the Lord says, to the miracles in your life. I will open your eyes to those who are in need and who will need to hear from me that I am involved. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Would you receive that spirit right now? Is the Lord gracious with His gifts? Could we thank the Lord for His gifts? Thank you. And because the Lord gave the greatest gift ever, His only Son, I'm going to make a proclamation with you. I'm going to step out in faith and do this. And perhaps all I pray is that when you leave, yes, I know it was a hard message, serious heavy, but if you remember that today we prayed for the storm to go away, and the storm does go away, I pray you don't deny the power of God, and walk always remembering the person of God in our lives, that we can be a people of God. If you want to join me in raising our hands, Lord, set. Lord, many of our friends, many of our family are in the path of the storm. Lord, don't respond to our need. Although you can because you love us. You showed that by, by the cross. But Lord, respond to your own goodness. If it be your will right now, would you place your hand, one hand, On the typhoon that supposedly is coming by all reports. By the reports that says there are many, many storms inside that storm. Would you place your hand upon that and push it away? Would you push it away out into the stratosphere or out into the deepest parts of the ocean? Would you push it away? And would you keep your hand on your people? Your mighty arms to protect us. As you do this mighty work, by your will and by your power, we believe. And by your wisdom, may it be done according to your will. Would you shout with me in the mighty name of Jesus? In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we all shout, amen and amen and amen. Regardless of what what happens, he deserves praise, doesn't he? He deserves our worship. Father, we give you all our worship. Would you go out now with all my friends right now, that whatever goes on, if there is a storm not just in outside, but inside as well, would you make your face, nothing but your face, nothing but your name, can shine upon us and give us peace. So would you do that? Give us peace and grace wherever your people go, giving you glory. In the name of Jesus, Amen and Amen. And amen. Thank you. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.